0: Welcome welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday, Everyday Podcast. My name's Matt, and I'm Jenna. We run this podcast, the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we're implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. And today, we have a very, very special man on, Mr. Colt Walton. Hello. What's up, good sir? Thanks for being here, seriously. Ah,
1: thank y'all, man. I've been looking forward to this.
0: Seriously, I appreciate you. I've known Colt for how long? We At least 10 years.
1: Yeah. I mean, we would go back to, what, sophomore and freshman year in mm-hmm. high school. Yeah. Wrestling. Yeah, A long time. So, yeah. yeah. Longer the, than 10 years, son. Yeah. So I've been out of school so, for 10 years. 10 years. At
0: least 12 or 13 years, actually. Yeah, yeah. So Colt was the captain of my wrestling team in high school. Uh, we lost touch, uh, sort of went our different ways, just life happened. Um, sort of reconvened later on down the road. And um, you've been my barber for how long you been out of school now?
1: Well, let's see. I just hit three and a half years, so probably four years. Yeah, you know, four yeah, or five years. Yep,
0: that sounds yeah. about right.
2: And thank goodness for you. And thank you.
0: <laughs> if you don't know me, I'm I'm I love to change my look. Colt knows that yes. I change it very often. Actually, drastically changed it not long ago. Cut my beard off. Uh, he was not happy about it, but yeah, without telling me to yeah the bad, I know I, I felt at least let me do it I felt bad about it I really did <laughs> um, before we dive into this bad boy we're gonna hit you with our
2: gratitude point
0: it's a point that we make um, just a gratitude piece could be big could be small it gives beautiful perspective it gives beautiful perspective in just realizing that whatever time you're down if you think things are terrible just pick something, and I encourage you to do it right now. Think of something that you're grateful for, and it could shift your focus. Jenna, you're going first.
2: All right. Um, so I may steal yours. I don't know. This is kind of a double uh, point, gratitude point. One, I'm, so I I'm want to talk about your positive self-talk oh, okay. that you've been focusing on. So um, my wonderful husband has taped these, notes to himself all over the house Um, and they're very positive uh, affirmations Um, and they're specifically geared toward being more positive minded building self-confidence and really just you know channeling that positivity Um, and the great thing is that uh, I can be just totally a bystander and, and get that positivity oh, as well. Okay. So. <laughs> I didn't I did not think of that.
0: I was selfishly only thinking of myself. So um, So,
2: yeah, I mean, I've uh, you know, I know that's your thing. Um but it's it, I see it too and um it it's helped with my positivity
0: too. So well, good. thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's something I'm testing out. Um I actually thought of something. I, I'm very happy for soap. A very small <laughs> thing. I'm very happy for soap.
2: I think we can all say that. Well, because
0: every time <laughs> Every time I leave the gym, uh, lifted with Josh Kirsch today, love you, bro. um, I wash my hands every single time I'm done because the gym is a disgusting place. Um, And I just thought about, you know, way back in the day before soap was a thing, before washing hands, which was in the mid-70s in healthcare. Wasn't it like early 70s? Uh,
2: Sure.
0: I'm pretty sure it was in the 70s. That's when they started – started washing hands and like mortality rate and infection and all that decreased so rapidly. Um, but I'm just happy for soap. Yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> hey, that's, cleanliness is next to godliness. There you go.
0: If you have one, bro, hit us with it. If not, I was in thinking
1: about that today, actually, while I was listening to. Okay, so he came prepared. Yeah, I did. I was thinking about it. I've been listening to the podcast. So I was trying to get an idea of what I was in for and everything. You know, like, like a kookiness Matt Lane. <laughs> Um, change, honestly, man, okay. there's been a lot of change over the last probably five years of life for me. So I was thinking about that long and hard on the car ride home, uh, or to work, I mean this morning. And that was like the biggest thing that stuck out to me was there's been so much change, but all the change that has come within these past year, five years of my life have been amazing in my point of view. So change is awesome. my gratitude.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well it's well deserved. You worked your ass off. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You truly have. Also, move the mic move the mic closer to you. Right here. No, you move like pull that bad I'll boy. Pull. Get it there, you there go there, you do. get all up in it. Oh, there you boy. go. Uh,
2: <laughs> oh my. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I wanted to have Colt on because he has he's gone into a trade and absolutely crushed the market here in Pensacola. I believe that he has the best haircut and service in Pensacola. I don't have him on because he is a good friend of mine. I don't have him on because he is just my barber. I have him on because I believe he brings true value. Um, you know how you have you probably have a barber and you have those conversations with your barber that you've never had with anyone else jesus christ this man has listened to so much from me and we have vibed on so many different things i've had so many light bulbs from him and vice versa um i wanted to bring him on here because he is just an embodiment of someone that has worked his ass off and he's put out good the entire time and he's getting good back and it's so awesome to see um so i guess first start and talk about how did you become a barber
1: why Man, uh, the biggest reason was I was kind of fed up with what I was doing previously, which was working for a, a local company here, a local pool store, and loved the company, loved who I worked for. Didn't care too much about what I was doing. Okay. So um, did you, like, clean pools? or No, I uh, I worked in, like, the retail okay. area. Got and, it. Um, I was there for roughly 10 years right out of high school and then kind of worked my way up the the ladder and essentially became like the right hand man of the vice president. So I helped I didn't realize that. Yeah, I helped her run like the five retail locations that they had. And Hmm. that's that ranged from Foley all the way to Crestview. And so just day to day operations, buying and selling stockings, you know. Okay. Okay. All that type of stuff. Got it. And like I said, enjoyed the company. It was a very good company. They treated me very well. But it was also at the point of this is about as high as I'm going to be able to go to, and in the company. Okay. Um, so I was kind of in a, a point of, what do I do now? I didn't have any education, honestly. I didn't, I didn't get my AA. I didn't get a nothing. Um, now when you say, when you say you went as high as you could, mm-hmm. do you mean financially or do you mean fulfilled? Uh, financially and like position wise. Okay. This was about the highest that I was going to be able to get. Okay. Um, it was a family ran company, so okay. pretty much family's gonna be at the top. And I was sure. I was the right. next level sure. down from family. Right. Um so that was like it. I saw the I saw I hit the ceiling at okay. the company. And like I said, I was just kinda getting fed up with I wasn't I wasn't enjoying what I was doing anymore. Okay. And so that was the biggest point too. That's a biggie. Yeah. yeah. Was not enjoying I pretty much hated going to work. Okay. <laughs> not fulfilled <laughs> at all. At all, yeah. And so um I was kind of, like, searching around what should I do, you know, what can I do. Like I said, I had no education. I basically stopped going to school. I was, you know, at PJC and doing the, the general AA type of stuff. And I was like, I stopped doing that because I, at that point in my early young 20s, thought this would be my career in the long run. And then mm-hmm. as, you know, I started getting in the mid-20s and everything like that, I was like, well, no. No, you idiot. This is as far as <laughs> you can go. <laughs> and so since I had no educational background or anything like that, I was like, I need to find something that I need to do. But at that point in time, like, I was already set in a point to where I was financially comfortable with what I was making. Mm-hmm. So taking a step backwards Ooh. was not very smart in, sure. my, in my eyes. So... um leading up to that that's at that point in time leading up to that years earlier um, high school and in early college i'd cut hair for friends and everything like that you know the backyard front porch garage Mm -hmm. style barber as we all have at one point in our life um so i loved cutting hair i cut my hair and friends hair still at that point but never saw that as a career because Of course, you think of a barber. You don't think of financially wealthy or at at any point. You just, you know. Yeah, it's a trade. Most people look at it. It's a trade. You make ends meet and, you know, and that's at that, you know, also I didn't think that that was what I wanted to do as far as financially wise. I knew I loved it, but the financial side of it was not quite there for me Mm -hmm. at that point in time. Why do you think you loved it sorry to sidetrack you it was very oh man that one goes super okay. Deep. yeah <laughs> okay. okay so if you can tell within the camera my hair is very curly yes growing up curly was not cool <laughs> at all um i wanted straight hair so bad like my brother has straight hair he had the cool haircuts i didn't mm-hmm. i tried to have cool haircuts and they failed horribly Wow. i will never forget in elementary school when the part down the middle mm-hmm. was this the mm-hmm. style yep i remember i did it uh cody my older brother was able to do it flawlessly because <laughs> he has perfect hair <laughs> and i tried to do it and i used probably half a gallon of uh glue to to part it glue hair glue okay i, thought that <laughs> yeah. <meant> little glue. <laughs> I mean i wasn't far off from you. that trust <laughs> me uh, and by the end of the day, this is this was like third grade. And by the end of the day, the what was a nice parted hair at the beginning of the day ended up being horns that curled <laughs> in and created like a heart. <laughs> so curly hair, and I was very, I was, I was very insecure about my hair. Okay. And I've never so, known this. Yes. Uh, so that was like a big thing because I almost channeled the insecurity I had in my hair and to other people because if I could make their hair look good, because, I mean, what is the, what is the one thing that you usually look at people, men and women, yeah. hairstyle is first, clothes is next, shoes, and then everything else falls in line. Okay? Because that's, that's in your, your point of view. That's your, your eye line. Mm-hmm. Is, right. Is their hair. Top to bottom. If, yeah. If their hair is not clean looking or, you know, aesthetically looks good, then you automatically have a judgmental point of view to these people. So for me growing up and not and you know also being in elementary, middle and high you know, high school, like those are your years that you're going to have your biggest insecurities. Right. And Mm -hmm. you want to fit in so much with the crowds around you. And it seemed to me that I was like the only person in school that had curly hair and everybody else had straight hair. So I was very insecure about it. So I kept it short a lot, like would buzz it. Wow. Um so that was basically like my almost like escape from having curly hair because I I thought in my mind, all right, and this is still true to this day, that if I can make someone else feel great about how they look, you know, especially when we got into high school when it was really pivotal with us like sure. looking our best, you mm-hmm. know, because um, I would cut all, you know, cut all the guys' hair before we'd go out to, you know, a house party or, you know, whatever we were doing in bonfires and stuff like that in the country. Right you now, <laughs> Yes, I am from the country, guys. <laughs> it might not seem it, but I am. So I thought if I could help, I got like a sense of fulfillment that I can make them feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. So I channeled all of like that into hair, and into cutting hair. And that's still too, true to this day. Like every time I make someone's have like a nice haircut and like leave the shop fulfilled and like happy and like almost ready to take on in the world, that is the biggest reward I could ever get from cutting hair. In that point in time of like my mid twenties, that did not add up with the financial side, mm-hmm. and so that's why I was like very hesitant on doing it. But oddly enough, my brother was like, "I'm tired of being a teacher," and was like, "I want to." And he was kind of the same. Like he cut hair too, huh. um, and you know, low key is kind of like how I did. And right. So he he came to me and he was like, he's like, look, I'm going to, you know, and my brother's kind of the ones like he likes to jump, jump around and do things, Mm. you know. And so he's like, I'm going to barbering school and get my barbering license. And I'm like, crap dude, like I'm, I'm in this state of mind where I cannot, I am physically sick feeling when I go to work now. And I literally wake up living to get off work. And that's just not a, that's not a cool feeling to anybody who is, I mean, I know know y'all have. Finding y'all's passion and what y'all are doing. Y'all understand that, you know, when people like are miserable at work, like it's, it's a truly miserable state. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know what? This might be the perfect time to go. If my brother's going, why Mm -hmm. not go with him and we can do it together and we can, you know, what at that point in time, I was like, I just want to get in there. And like, I felt comfortable because I had someone to go with. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you think it was by chance that he
0: chose that? And now that's sort of.
1: No. I mean, I, I don't think there's, I mean, honestly, man, I don't, I, I think like the universe or you know, whatever you believe in does not put like chances in your life. Like everything has set up a reason That's in your so life bad. to happen in that point in time in your life. I was at a point to where I was so fed up with like everything around me. I was miserable and I was making other people miserable as well. Wow. That it was like, okay, here's here, here it is. And it was obviously my choice to, sure. to do it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I don't know if I got off. No, no, I, I got, I got you, you off track. I apologize.
0: No, you were saying so you know he was getting he was going in school. So you were following him,
1: right? So I was basically following because that was comfort comforting to me to have someone there that was going to it as well. And so I could you know use that as almost like my excuse to justify it in my mind. Let's 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 give this a try. Sure. You know, let's see let's see what this is about. If not, if not, if it doesn't work out, well, man, I've got a, I've got a license of something. Mm-hmm. I've got a trade of something that I could always kind of fall back on at sure. the end of the day. And then when I got into school, and it was like, man, when I was when I got off work, it was like, you know, what my day consisted t- consisted of at that time was I would wake up and I go to work and I have to be at work at seven thirty, you know, so open the store at eight o'clock. I'd get off around four four thirty, and I'd shoot right over to the college. And you I were hustling would start, hard. Yeah, I, was I remember that from school from five o'clock till usually ten o'clock at night, and huh. that was like four to five days a week depending on the semester. Yeah. So, on top of working my forty hour job. I was also doing that at night. But it was like, I'm so ready to get off work, not to go home, but to go to school and go learn more about cutting hair. Like, it was just like, from the very first day of being in there, it was like, boom, this is it. This is where I'm supposed to be. And I wasn't even cutting hair at that point. Like, we were learning nothing but book stuff our first semester. Like, we didn't touch any hair until, like, our second semester of, of doing that. So, just learning the book side of things was just... You know, it, it kept me, like, interested. It, it kept me, like, going and fueling and everything like that. And, you know, it, I mean, after that, it was just like, this, this is what I was meant to do. This is what this is what fulfills me in life is cutting hair. And at that point, I was like, I had heard what you can make in this industry. Yeah. And whatever I was telling me, what you can make was still not nearly as much as what I was making at the pool store, which what I was making at the pool store was not great, but right. for someone who didn't have an education, a degree and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and basically worked from like the ground up in that industry, it was really well. Right. And especially for a young twenty year old too. You right. know, mm-hmm. like it was nice. I was comfortable. Um and so but at that point it like it didn't really matter. Like I was wanting to do this more than just for the finance. I was like I would make I will figure out how to make the financial side work because Mm -hmm. this is what i had to do wow so that's
0: beautiful (laughs) i I legit was tearing up over here whenever you like i was trying to hold it back i'm so soft um
2: (laughs) well and i think from that story like the most impactful thing is that focusing on your happiness yeah the success comes the success is a byproduct
1: it it really is and i mean you know the, it's the biggest cliche well not the biggest cliche but it is a, biggest, a big cliche of, you know if you find what you do obviously you'll you know you never work a day in, your, mm-hmm. in right. your life and that that is 100% true yeah. i mean i work easily 14 hours a day now you work some crazy i hours, work bro. more than what i was working at the pool store but yeah. it doesn't like it doesn't feel like work to me because I am hmm. literally going in to hang out with f- friends, which I can say hundred percent of my clientele are legit friends, yeah, and watching t v watching sports, watching movies all day, and you know talking crap to everybody else you know, <laughs> in the shop. so yeah, yeah last
0: podcast was uh no no, no the previous previous podcast um no, it was last podcast, jeez uh
1: which would be the previous yeah that would be the previous (laughs) yes
0: richard becker josh kirsch he actually cuts both of them yes that's how i met josh kirsch yes
1: and i met richard through you
0: yeah Yeah, it's a fun little fun little circle it it really is (laughs) (laughs) so i want to point this out because it's extremely pertinent it's not just my opinion that he delivers a great service he pensacola house of barbers that is now his shop. Um, it was voted 2017-2018 best, best
1: on the coast. Yeah, we got, let's see, we got in 2018, we got best shop on the coast. Because that's when I took over the shop was 2018. Okay. Um, I had not taken over it quite yet in 2017. Okay. Um, So we got it in 2018 and we have some more stuff coming up that... We're not allowed to share yet. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. In and also in 2018, you got best barber
1: of Pensacola. 2018 and 2017. And 2017. Yeah. And then Noel, which you hit, is one of my barbers. Your and, barber uh, got, yeah, runner got runner up. <laughs> up. So I mean, don't awesome. don't take
0: don't take my word for it. Okay. If 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 you don't believe me, just go get cut. Um, because it's it absolutely is a service. Um, yes. And, and that's, a, that's,
1: that's I mean, not to interrupt. You, no, no, no. That is one thing that we strive for and when i say we i mean we like that is one thing that has been such a movement i feel like within the shop is to make sure you get the same service shop wide and not just by me like right i was super super stoked that we got you know best of the coast far as the shop wise and i was happy that i got that i got best barber but i was even more thrilled that noel got runner-up to me because right. i just thought i i would Honestly, would right of him win it? Because I had won it the year before, so it was like I'm ready for my other barbers to take the fame that they should be taking because, in my opinion, Noel and Ryan are top barbers in, the, in Pensacola, and that's not just because they are at the shop. That's because of what they provide, you know, so – I am very ecstatic at what the shop is bringing in, you know to the table, and hopefully we'll be able to bring on a new barber at the, end of the year or awesome. at, at you know, beginning of next year that can provide just as much service. Awesome! I didn't realize that. Um, well, and
0: so yeah, speak about that piece about how with it, another big reason is like every time I sit down in the chair to talk to Colt, like you guys know me. If you're if you're still listening, twenty seven minute, twenty one minutes in. You know how I am, who I am. I'm a very driven person. I, I do want to, to I want Jenna and I to make Matlene Fitness, the Better Than Yesterday Everyday, everyday Podcast, something that's truly going to impact some people's lives. And some people would call it an entrepreneur. I don't identify myself as an entrepreneur, but it's a very common term. You, good sir, I do identify as an entrepreneur. Because when you got out of school, you were booked up. And then like it what it moved to be to to get the shop. So explain that piece of it.
1: Well, yes, I mean, that was that was shocking, I think, to everyone, including myself, big time to myself. You were shocked, shocked. hugely shocked. Trust me. Um, But in some sense, like I felt like I I did what I needed to do to get it. But I still was very shocked that it happened as quickly as it did. And what is it? Because they don't know. I while we were in school, we were able to do haircuts in school in our later terms, they actually run the, sh- the program as a barbershop itself. So you were actually allowed to have people come up there and get their haircuts, you know, and pay, you know, four or five bucks to right. the school to program. Um, so, and that's the time that you started cutting me. Yeah, that was about the that time. Was the that time. was about the third term. Okay. I started cutting okay. you. Um, well, second term, like I had already started marketing myself. Uh, cause I was, like I said, I, I saw this as this was to be my career and, just coming from essentially running five stores for Pensacola Pools for the last, you know, three or four years of my, you know, life until then was I I had gained some on job experience business. Mm-hmm. Which like I said, I'm very fortunate for working for working for that company and being in the position I was because I learned a lot in business that when I even took business classes at PJC did not learn that type of mm. knowledge from them i didn't
0: realize you got that exposure from there yeah uh, i got a
1: lot of a lot of do's and don'ts in business from awesome. that company which i still talk to a handful of the people that worked there and everything like that and I, I still tell them to this day like you know i was so ready to get out of there but i do not uh, regret being there one mm. moment of my life because awesome. i learned so much you know from them so, I started marketing myself second term, letting people know that I was, you know, starting to cut hair in the next term. Come get your hair cut. You know, all the boys that I've been cutting up till then on high school and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, you know, come, come on, dude. I'm, start, I'm trying to do this for real now, and I can actually give you, like, a proper haircut with proper tools this time. And I actually have, like, a little bit of a knowledge behind it instead of just let's figure this out and, you know, it'll work. I'll make it work. You know? <laughs> yeah, you'll be all right. You'll get that girl to, this weekend. Don't worry, boy. If not, I can buzz it all the way. Yeah, down. yeah. You'll be, right. be, be it grows back, you know. <laughs> so by the third term, like I had, you know, I I was I was one of the only guys in there that was legitimately having like I couldn't take anybody that was walking in from the school to get their hair cut. Yeah. I was having guys come specifically to me to get their hair cut that, you know, would would reach out to me. I'd be, you know, at work. Pensacola pools and like marketing <laughs> myself and like texting, <laughs> like you know, texting people or putting stuff on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. I look, um, you know, cutting at the school tonight from five till eight or whatever it was at that point in time. And then you come get a haircut or holler at me and you know, I'll set you up. I was taking appointments in school, in school. Which, <laughs>
2: that's crazy well
1: I, you know i look back at it now i'm like whoa that is crazy but in the time in the moment i'm like nah dude i'm just getting my i'm getting my cuts just hustling out. yeah I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what i have to do because you had to get a certain amount of heads cut you did yeah you have to get so many heads cut within the program along with your hours right so like you know in my mind i'm like well i'm knocking out all these cuts to get these services done that i have to have right. to finish the program so how many people do you think you cut and
0: so let's like what re- recurring people that showed up like myself in I don't know the third semester the second semester I'm what I'm trying mm-hmm. to do is put it into context of ha- like you started so early yeah. like you were you were I hustling cutting, so early
1: so um, on average you know er, you know every guy gets their haircut probably just, we'll just say two weeks you know that's on average um, I was doing four cuts a night um, Monday through Friday holy crap. and that was guys and that was you know so you know. Time's up by 520. So 20 a week I was doing, you know, so I probably had, like, 40 at that point in time that were legitimately reoccurring. Yeah, no, it... it Good Lord. And honestly, man, I've never done the math of that until we're sitting right here. So really? I, it's kind of like, it's like, nuts. Like, That's unbelievable. It's it pretty cool. It was, you know, I honestly have not... I've never really sat back and reflected on the school days as far as, like, what I was doing. Um, well, I'm glad you. you have everybody in your ear telling you what you're doing, but, I mean... I don't think about it. Like, all I think about at that time was I just got to get through school so I can do this. And Mm -hmm. bringing the clientele that I'm cutting in school who was not, you know, what they would consider Pensacola State College's clientele. They were my clientele. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, That's all I cared about was just making sure that I got enough practice and enough building relationships at that point in time. To carry it on into whatever shop at that point i didn't know where i was going yeah you know to cut hair as a regular basis and that was the next
0: piece whenever you did graduate you went to a shop here in town yes that's now the pensacola
1: house of barbers yes
0: how long were you there before you what happened happened
1: um i was there for well a year
0: yeah <laughs> do you, i mean do you not see how
1: ridiculous that is <laughs>
0: one year out of school so one year out of school yeah. you bought the place
1: Yeah. One year out of school that I was, you know, the the gentleman, Paul, who sold me the shop was, I mean, I we talked about when chances and everything like that. Nah, man, like this was put in my lap for like a reason. And he was one of my instructors in school. And you kind of look back and I'm like, man, he could offer that up to anybody, honestly. Yeah. And it just happened that, you know, and he maybe did. And they just didn't take it or whatever. You know, I don't know that, but it had been fell in my lap. I, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a reason. And so it was, it was just, yeah, I was just put in the right place at the right time and, you know, it all kind of fell in the place. And when I got out of school, I was at the shop, you know, Tuesday through Saturday usually. And then Saturday afternoons or Mondays, I was usually working with um, my buddy Jamie Gonzalez, who has a flooring company and remodeling company. I was working with him. Because I was still like, I had, you know, carried over a, uh, a clientele with me, but it was still obviously not enough sure. to mm-hmm. equal what I was making up in Skull Pools. Right. So I had to obviously do something, sure. you know, mm-hmm. to even it out. So I was in the shop Tuesday through Saturday on Mondays usually, and then maybe like, you know, Saturday afternoon or something like that, or, you know, I would kind of like at the at the beginning I would kind of work my schedule at the shop around Jamie because he needed help and I needed money and mm-hmm. he was paying me like a consistent amount of money you know to at least help me and then at night on the weekends I was bouncing at one of the local clubs around here so it was a it was a long year yeah I mean the the club and the and working with Jamie didn't last the entire year mm-hmm. it lasted probably I don't know maybe six months because um, things picked up. Yeah, because th- because things picked up. So it was about six months of just that straight, almost like it felt like Sunday through s- Sunday. Right. You know, nonstop doing something, you know, to make ends meet. And it was well worth it, obviously, yep. you know. So
0: I'm going to take a little bit of a left turn. What's your <laughs> what's your definition of happiness? That's a good one. I know I'm hitting you with it. I don't yeah. believe. I don't believe that there is a correct or a wrong. I think it's very it's individualistic. It's
1: very individualistic. And I think I feel like we've had this conversation in the shop, and I, right? I honestly can't remember what my answer was at that point in time. What does it, it be totally different? And that's fine. You know what is it now? Um, <laughs> put you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> Let me think about that one, man. We'll come back I to. I was it. like, let's come back to that one. We'll Let come back think to about that. that one because yeah. I don't know yet.
0: Don't that's know. okay. Yeah. We'll come back to it. Remind me to come back to yeah, it, Jenna. Write it down.
2: Um, we're all going to
0: forget. So did you always view it, like this process that you've gone through, did you always view it as like this entrepreneur type thing, or was it just something that you were feeling pulled to do? Mm. Because, again, you have turned it into an, you've hired barbers, you've yeah. bought the freaking shop, you, right. I mean...
1: I guess I've always felt like maybe the entrepreneurship has always been a part of me, and that was instilled from my dad and like my okay. mom and grandparents and everything like that. I mean, they they like to tell this story because it's funny as heck to them. But when I was like, I don't know, maybe ages 10 through 13, probably younger than that, honestly, um, me and my brother Cody would work on my granddaddy's construction sites while he was building houses and whatnot, and he would pay us to clean up the construction sites, that would mean, like, lumber and pine cones, sweep the the floors and that kind of stuff, get them, make sure the construction site was clean. Sure. Well, so we were getting paid to do that by him, you know, and then what I would do is I would take the cut-up lumber that they would throw away, and I would take it and bag it up into horse-feed bags from the barn, and I would sell it as as firewood on the side. <laughs> so... <laughs> They say it's always been in me, and I just never had the yeah. right thing to like open it. it up even more. Sounds like it. Yeah.
2: You've always been a hustler.
1: Pretty much, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to the happiness question.
1: Yeah. Happiness.
2: Oh, the story, because uh, obviously I've never heard mm-hmm. your story. Like it, it seems like you rose up so quickly at the pool store. You've always been a hustler. That's why, to me, hearing your story, you got offered that position at the shop. That's right. how you you know, gained your clientele so quickly. I and mean, it's just the hustle. I think that's sustainable when you're doing something that you really, truly love.
1: Yeah. And it is like, it's, uh, you know, say I'll say it over and over and over again, like financially, I'm, I'm doing well f- for myself, but I mean, honestly, dude, like if I, you know, it's one of those things, like if I won the lottery tomorrow or something and I was financially set for the rest of my life, I would still go in that shop and cut hair because it is, it, it, it brings more fulfillment than any dollar amount will ever, f- Come to my life, and you know, it took a long time to, I think, officially realize that. You know, really, but um, it's there. Like I, I, I. That's why I work so much because I, I literally enjoy it. Yeah, you know, I enjoy cutting hair. I enjoy talking to my clientele. I enjoy hearing their stories of what they're doing. I enjoy meeting new clientele that you know has a different background than I ever came from. And I enjoy sharing my story with them because it is like you know, a lot of people like want to know like how did i get to where i am yep. at you know mm-hmm. and i still don't think i'm anywhere close to what i would like to be so there's more there's all oh there's always more i mean if there's not more then what are you doing that's <laughs> oh, true. right i love it yeah
2: <laughs> that's true yeah when you stop evolving um, yeah that's why yeah.
1: change is such a big gratitude yeah. to me because if you're not complete, like continuously changing and growing Then you know what's the point? Mm -hmm. You know you you stay you you become stagnant and you don't have a story to tell at that point in time.
0: Well, you got a hell of a story to tell. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So tell me this. Yeah. And now just shut up and ask a question, Matt. What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't doing this? If 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 I wasn't cutting hair, yeah. So if or that I wasn't
1: sitting here at this podcast, yeah, <laughs> I don't think you would be. We wouldn't have tied back up. No, we would. You wouldn't have. be on this no, podcast
0: because I I started getting my haircut when you were in right. school, simply because you were there. I right. knew you, of course, and then I was like, oh, he can cut. Right. Um. So what would you be doing?
1: There's no right or wrong answer. I don't know, honestly, man. I mean, because at that point in time, like I said, I was so fed up with working at the pool store but i had no other outlets so i didn't know where i wanted to go in life i had no clue i probably would have i may still be there because to be honest man um like i was very comfortable money-wise and at at that you know in that type of setting in that job like You have a stable, you have a steady paycheck. You know what you're getting each week. Mm -hmm. You're getting it, you know, all that's done. And that was a that was a very big fear of mine to jump into something that wasn't guaranteed. I mean, I could have I could have went to a a shop that was salary based or commission based, so I had a little bit more of an idea what I would make each week, you know. And um, because I guess growing up in that you know, stable type of thing, not taking mm-hmm. a risk was obviously what I had been in for the past 10 years and whatnot, and so that's what I was used to, but uh, something, you know, something told me to just jump out and, and, and not stay safe, essentially, yeah. you know, take a chance, pretty much, and so, you know, but, you know, if, if I was not doing this, I honestly do not know, because at that point in time, I had nothing else that was an interest, I had nothing else that was Appealing to me. I knew that I couldn't go work at it like a. The good thing about that Pensacola Pools jobs was it was a balance of office work and a balance of hands on work. Mm. And so I knew I couldn't go to a, a place that was office only. Mm. Okay. Uh, like Navy Federal and all that is, is, you know, one of the better things that come to our area. But there's no way in hell I could ever sit there in a mm. cubicle all day and, yeah. and on the phone <laughs> and only come here. No, 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 no. no. no that I would have myself crazy. That ain't no, you. it's not. You know, and um, yet, I mean, to be honest, like I, I enjoy doing stuff with my hands, but I didn't know that at that point in time that this was me. You know, I didn't Mm -hmm. know that I needed a hands on type of career at the same time because I didn't know any other things other than what I was only doing at that point in time. So I mean, there's I, I don't have an answer for that other than I just don't know. That's awesome. You know, were you surprised at your ability to learn to cut cut hair? Yes, because obviously you picked it up yeah. very quickly. I was. Um, I honestly thought, like you know, I told you how me and my uh, brother would was going through the program and whatnot, mm-hmm. and he's he's not cutting hair anymore. He's actually in the real estate business, okay. which yeah, I think he's found finally found his like calling cool. and everything. But we both were, I guess, artsy. Which I consider this a very artsy mm-hmm. craft and trade. Yeah, um, we were both very artsy growing up, but he was definitely like light years ahead of me when it came to artsy art. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. unbelievable, and that man could draw whatever he could want. I mean, he was very, very good at that time. So I personally thought he would be, I would be in his shadow. Right. I don't think he ever knows. I don't think he ever knew that. And I <laughs> I'd honestly never told anybody that. But I always thought. That I was going to be in his shadow because this was more of an art based, okay, craft and trade and everything like that. And I so I thought he would take off and be, you know, sure the one. And I, I mean, not that I wouldn't succeed, but I thought he would succeed more. Right. And probably, mm-hmm. honestly, he probably could have. He just it just wasn't his knack. Right. wasn't his thing. Yeah. Like he didn't enjoy it as much as I did. Sure. You know, and that's why I think he's found his his enjoyment in the real estate business. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. yeah. If you could go back and change something through this process, is there something that you would change or or tell yourself earlier?
1: No. No, because everything that has led up to this point was for a reason. Everything that I went through, everything that I learned, everything that I did right, everything I did wrong was all for a point. So, no, I would not change a thing because it is 100% shaped me into what I've become today and so no there's no way asked me that five years ago I was I would have had probably a list of things I would have mm-hmm. changed but just in you know five years of going through school and going through this professionally no I look back and growing a lot I mean I'm not old but I'm 30 years old now so I have had some things in life that has changed my perspective mm-hmm. of you know how I look at life and you know Not try to, I I think in my point of view, if you say you want to change something in your life, then you're very selfish and you're not, you don't look at life as a, just a long book, you know, because I mean, if you change something, then you wouldn't be where you're at and you're at where you're at for a reason. There's a point for me being at that point, whether it's good or bad. I
2: like
0: that. You do have art in you. You definitely do. Just the way you said that. (laughs) I'm sitting all mesmerized over
1: here. All well, right. You're, you're both artsy, but in your own In our own way. way. Yeah. 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 That's why we've all, I feel like we've like, that's why we, you know, rekindle. Why we mm-hmm. have a very good vibe. That's why. Mm-hmm. We do. When you come in, you are one of you know, the more enjoyable haircuts I have because we do get into more of a uh, deep talks and yeah. we talk more than just what's, you know, what's going on as far as sports and everything like that, which. Trust me, I love talking sports. It's you know, tough to get that out one there. out of me. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it is. It just brings a different you know conversation to mm-hmm. the, to the and I feel comfortable with with Matt. I always have since day one that you started coming to cut, come to the shop. Um, so you know, and that's that's one thing that you know, you 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 feel comfortable with people, but you feel more comfortable with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, in yeah. different aspects of life that makes sense. Yeah, in different aspects of what you are feeling that day too. And yeah. speaking of. No, i go got to say,
2: go I was just looking at Matt and his hair. Thank you so much for cutting his hair. There.
1: Well, he is due Thursday, so don't <laughs> <him> thank me <laughs> just well, yet. But the first <laughs> couple
2: of years that Matt and I were together, as most of you know, or maybe not. Matt doesn't like to spend a lot of money, especially not on himself.
1: I'm working no, he on that. T- I am working on that. Yes, we've had and that, yeah, we've had that it, conversation it, many a time. It's, it's
2: an evolution, and he's, he's getting is. there. But one of the first things, if he was trying to save money, one of the first things he would do is stop going to get his hair cut. And yep. I got to tell you, I don't share a lot of Facebook memories <laughs> <laughs> from the first couple years we were together because sometimes I'm like... Matt, oh my god. <laughs> Why did you let your hair look like that?
0: <laughs> I want oh I want gosh. you guys to uh if if you're seeing this on uh Instagram, Facebook, whatever, I want you to drop a comment wherever you're at. Um, terrible haircut Matt. Just just put that <laughs> yeah. and then that's gonna be referring to this moment, so we'll know that you, you put that in there. Um well thank you, Jennifer, for the insult. I appreciate that. And, and Colt, thank you for the haircuts. There was a we, point.
2: There was a point. I think my favorite memory with Matt and his lack of haircuts. He had his hair like feathered and long down to his shoulders at one point. And
1: we were not around it, each other during no. the time. At uh, all. It was really long.
2: Yeah. I wish you came back into his life sooner, but <laughs> <laughs> um, he was walking down the hallway at work and he heard somebody behind him say, "Excuse me, ma'am. Yes. Ma'am, excuse me." And this person was referring to Matt because of his little Farrah Fawcett mm-hmm. haircut. Um, and I'm so glad that that happened because it, it made him that cut his hair. You.
0: That happened twice. And I was like, all right, it's time. Yeah, it's time." <laughs> that doesn't suit you. It doesn't. It no. doesn't. All right, I'm going to come back. What's your definition of happiness? <laughs> while well, you While you're... No, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Well, I think... Because you can't answer what else you would be wanting to do, I think that that to me answers that question for you. Of yeah. this is truly your happiness. Right. If you can't picture yourself doing anything else in right. life, then I think that for anybody, you're in in the right spot. You're in the right position. And I you're feel like,
1: that way too because I feel like.
0: I don't. Is there anything more you need for happiness? Is there anything more? Is it more money? Is it more friends? Is it more family? Is it more uh, success? Is it more? Is it anything?
1: I mean, I would love to have more money, but I think that's just you know being human. But you think I that would, don't, I don't need that. I was gonna say you don't. I you don't, don't think that'd be it. a direct correlation to no, your I happiness. I don't need it. Um. No. Sounds I mean, like I'm. I'm. I'm very happy with where I am now. Obviously, you know, I want to continue growing. You will. The, but my happiness doesn't rely on that, I guess, because I'm very happy where I'm at, and. If I, I feel like if I, if I continue growing, then the happiness stays with the growth. So it's like, I'm at a great point in life in that sense of state of happiness and anything else is just a bonus. Yeah.
0: Someone that is near and dear to both of our hearts. I want to shout out, um, Mr. James Martin. If you're watching, if you're listening, we love you so much. Very much. James Martin is a, I'm honored to call him a friend. Yeah. Um, he also gets his haircut yes. um, with Colt, but he's
1: he's, I mean, he's he's a friend and he's become a, a mentor, yeah. in a way, a thousand and, percent, yeah, and in business and we are, I mean. I Forever, yeah. Speaking of both of us, we're very forever,
0: forever indebted to you, James. Yes. So thank you. I really, really love yes. you and appreciate you, man. Seriously, just wanted to give you a shout out. As as we were talking about doing this podcast, I I was I've been thinking of him the whole time. Yeah. I gotta I gotta I gotta weasel him on here if I can. Right? Yeah, I do, if I can man. steal if I can steal some yeah, of his I time, I would love to listen. I would love I mean, to pick listen his to brain. him all the time. I, I to him Every week. but yeah. I would love to listen to him more. I rescheduled my hair appointments for when he gets cut just yes. so I can be around him. He's just such an awesome person, and Jenna knows him as well. Oh, yeah. yep love wonderful
1: energy y'all film
0: yep yeah well i don't want to tie you up too long jenna you got anything
2: well i mean i think it, kind of in summary you realized that you were not where you were supposed to be in life right you allowed yourself to be uncomfortable even if it was not financially stable yeah and you found your true happiness which has led to your overwhelming success. Yes. And I think that's really important to kind of summarize this this conversation that really putting your happiness first right. really brings the success. It does. The long-lasting success. You know, it yep.
1: does. I mean, you just talking about putting your happiness first, I mean, that, that goes with, you know, putting yourself first. And I think we lose a lot of that in the hustle, bustle of life and you get wrapped up in other things that we forget that you know, we come first, mm-hmm. and you know, even in relationships and marriages and everything like that, if you're not happy with yourself, your spouse and everyone else around you is not going to be happy. Yeah, you know, with very with, true with you or anything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, happiness with yourself and putting yourself first and realizing what makes you happy and what keeps you driving benefits you, but it also benefits the people surrounding you. Mm-hmm. Well, a thousand
0: yeah, percent. I like that. <laughs> beautiful way to wrap it up um so guys what we're going to do is we're going to put all of colt's contact information in the, in the youtube description and also this podcast wherever you're listening to it in that description but if you want to do you want to plug anything are you doing is anything happening tell them
1: where's it located uh it's located off of olive road 2011 east olive road It's us for it. three two five one four <laughs> Yeah, we'll plug all your social – awesome.
0: tell them what's your social media for uh, information. Social
1: media is Instagram. It's just Pensacola House of Barbers for the shop. Colt Walden for my personal Instagram. Facebook, same thing. Colt Walden. Pensacola House of Barbers. Pretty simple. We try to keep it very simple so you don't forget it. And uh, <laughs> website is PensacolaHouseofBarbers.com.
2: <laughs> yeah, a Matt's
1: repping. Yeah, uh, he's repping an OG. Yeah, yeah, I love this cool. shirt. Yeah. So comfortable. An OG shirts. Love the shirt. Back in the day, before the house of barbers was a thing. I need mm-hmm. to. I need to get an updated
0: shirt, by the yeah. way. But yeah, you do. We will stop talking the ears off of you guys. But I, w- I was extremely excited, and I didn't doubt one bit that you would, you would hold the conversation so well. So thank
1: you. I appreciate you, uh, brother. Thank you, guys. I've been looking forward to it. Hopefully, we can come back on later, later day. Thousand Absolutely. percent. Yeah,
0: yeah. We'll check in on you in three months when you've made more massive success. <laughs> yeah. and then we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, in closing, again, thanks, Jenna. Um, just be brave and chase it. Be willing yeah. to be uncomfortable and uh, and hustle and hustle yeah. it. Hustle it like Colt has. <laughs> we love you, brother. Love you too, guys. You guys. We'll talk to you next week. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well. And follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday. Every day.